This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. Great to be with you this week on all of our radio affiliates across the country. Thank you if you're listening to the podcast. Really appreciate having you. Our guest this week is going to be NFL offensive lineman Chris Hubbard. He's a free agent, played for the Cleveland Browns the past few seasons. Chris has an incredible story. He's overcome a lot of adversity in his life, and he's a man of strong faith. Really enjoy talking to Chris. So you'll hear from him coming up. I want to talk about and get into a little bit, who is your go-to? We all have go-to people in life if in times of need, in times of struggle, in times when things may, you, you need a friend, you need someone to, to chat with, talk to, whatever it may be. We, we all have a go-to. Uh, and it could be in different areas, different aspects. If, if you, you have a go-to and, uh, for work, if you need this done and you need something else done, you have a go-to. There, there's always that, that go-to person. But when we think about the overall grand scheme, of life. At times when we are most vulnerable, at times when we are experiencing our greatest joy, and all the moments in between, there's a go to, a person, the one who created all of this, who created all of us, who is like the ultimate, the ultimate go to. The guy, the person, the one you know's got your back that you turn to. And I'm talking about the Lord. I'm talking about. That feeling of knowing no matter what, it's going to be okay. He's got this. He can handle He will help me through. So while it's awesome on life, in life, on earth, to have go-to friends for different, there's you're going out on a, a couple's date. There's that go-to couple that maybe you reach out to. You, you want to play ball. There's a go-to friend. You got that. You, you need help with, you're moving or you're doing some kind of work around that. There's a, a go-to person you call for that. Like we, we all have these different people in our lives who we share life with, who help us along the way. But ultimately, in those moments when it's quiet, everyone's asleep, it's the middle of the night, right? I never feel alone because I'm in constant prayer. Laying in bed, can't sleep, thinking about this, thinking about that. There's a bunch of stuff going on, and you're running these, you're running through your day and what's on, what you got to tackle first, whatever it may be. I, I stop and I pray, and, and I know that like I'm not alone. I I got, uh, I'm not in this fight by myself, or I'm not in this journey alone. You know, Remy's there, the kids are there, whoever it is, but the one who I know. In that moment, in that quiet time, in that solitude in that I can speak to, and he will show me the way through various, various different avenues. God can show up. He'll, we, we think sometimes, Lord, hey, give me an answer to this question or help me with this or, or I'm, I, want, I want some encouragement or I, I need some kind of support or maybe I need a little bit of you just want somebody to tell you hey you're doing the right thing you're on the right path or everything's cool or or maybe it's a celebration right and and God finds ways through his word through people he puts in our lives through various little messages through different 
opportunities that may come along, let you know he's there, he's watching, he's listening, always listening, always watching, always always wanting us to reach out. There's a Bible verse, Isaiah 45, 22. Turn to me and be saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Turn to me. Who do you go to? Who do you turn to? God's saying, turn to him. Turn to me. There's a beautiful song by Katie Nicole. It's called Turn to Jesus. I'm going to read you some of the lyrics. If you haven't heard this song, look it up. And this is from the top. This is, these are the lyrics. In the morning when I rise, I lift my head and turn my eyes to the window where the light is shining through. When my feet hit the ground, I know a place where love is found. So I go where I know I'll find the truth. I turn to Jesus. I turn to the one who knows my name. I know he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am safe. And honestly, I could give a million different reasons for why I turn, I turn to Jesus. It's a beautiful song. I love the words, the lyrics, the message behind that. And as we're going through life, as you're going through different kinds of moments, good times, bad struggles and and triumphs, and we have we're surrounded by family. We're surrounded by friends. Some of us may not. Some of us may not have all of that. But the one who will always be there, the one we can always turn to, is Jesus. That song says it. The Bible verse I just read to you confirms it. So up next, you'll hear from Chris Hubbard. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's dairy stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products. Heritage's milk is still the sweetest, coffee's hot and fresh, and Heritage's full-service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on-site, far exceeding the competition. Heritage's Dairy Stores. It's not just our name, it's our heritage. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonafieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the entirety of the interviews in case we sometimes cut them short on radio. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on a Field and tell a friend or two about the show. If you'd like to be a sponsor for Faith on a Field and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonafieldshow.com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal, I've been saying this since the start, it's to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise on, but you may want to help us achieve that goal, help us reach that level of where we are in every state on a sports radio station, well, you can donate. There's a donate button on our page at faithonafieldshow.com. Chris Hubbard has played nine seasons in the NFL. He played the first four with the Pittsburgh Steelers, the last five with the Cleveland Browns. He started 49 games on the offensive line. He's currently a free agent. 
I'm sure he'll catch on with the team, brings a lot of veteran leadership and a guy whose presence in the locker room is always, always appreciated. Chris has overcome a ton of adversity in his career. It's always good to catch up with him. Here's Chris Hubbard. Well, Chris, welcome, man. Always great to talk to you and and good to see you again. You're in a different position now in the NFL, in free agency, looking for another opportunity, a new team. How are you approaching that? Oh, man, literally, I am working my butt off right now. You know, I'm literally taking my time, making the right choice on, you know, what fits Christopher Hubbard, man. And I've just been taking that time and just also during this time and just enjoying family time as well. You know, I don't really get to um, to embrace the family time because so, so much of going back and forth to, you know, wherever I'm playing or wherever I'm staying at in that time. But I'm really, I really am um, taking the time out to see what fits, uh, working on my, my, my health, working on, my mind working on it. all those those things you know that deals with um when it comes to working hard on the field man i really am taking time and 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 doing my part is taking care of my body how are you from a physical standpoint health wise I, I know you've had over the the past few years were limited by some of the injuries right now are you if you were to to sign with somebody ready to go in the OTAs or step in whenever is needed I'm ready, man. I'm ready to go. Uh, feel really good. Feel very healthy. And um, like we've been working out. I've been working out here uh, with my trainer, uh, Reza. You know, here at at Adapt Athlete here, man, in in Atlanta. And we've been grinding, working on every every aspect of the body, man, and just just making sure that I'm at tip top shape, man. You know, and like I said before, like I am ready for when when that call comes, man. What is OTAs training camp. If it's the middle of the season, I'm I'm ready, man. You know, like I said, I'm I'm just taking my time to because I know I I am a you know veteran O lineman. I've been here you know for a long period of time, so I'm just I'm just I'm just staying ready, bro. Staying ready. What was last season like for you with the Cleveland Browns? It was a different kind of year for the team, right? They start off with Jacoby Brissett waiting for Deshaun Watson to step in and. Obviously, they they don't get to where they wanted to be. Finished seven and ten. They didn't make the playoffs. A lot of high expectations for him, but um, it was it was difficult as he only came back and played the final handful of games. What was that whole year like? Ah, oh, man, you know the whole part of embracing. You know when we signed Deshaun and um, we had Jacoby. Uh, we had a lot of new faces in the locker room, man, and just building that whole the whole team up. I really feel like, um, you know, from from my standpoint, we were uh, it was a brotherhood, man, and in there, we embraced the fact that we had Jacoby. We had to, we had to step in. Jacoby had to step up and play, and he did. And we had other guys to come in. We have Chubb, you know. We have our receivers. Amari Cooper, a lot of those guys, man, that stepped up and stepped in and helped Jacoby in the process um, before Deshaun was able to return. Um, the process was 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 very, very amazing to see because, you know, we started off training camp. You know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, 
doing that part because we had Deshaun the whole time and OTAs getting prepared to start and getting prepared to go. And, you know, here comes everything else unfolding. You know, then we have Jacoby coming in and, and, and taking over as starter. I mean, that's like any season. If I'm just hypothetically saying, like, even if, if Deshaun was injured or something beforehand, it would have happened. Jacoby would have been our starter quarterback, you know. So Jacoby stepped in, did an amazing job, and he got in there and came in daily and and just an all-around pro, man. Um, I think the whole process was was amazing to see, amazing to watch, because, you know, after everything has transpired, man, you know, he 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 literally, you know, we didn't fall off. You know, although the outcome was not what we wanted, but we did things week, day in and day out to showcase that, man, we are we're steadily – climbing the ladder, getting better, getting better 1% each day. You know what I mean? So it wasn't the outcome that we wanted, but, I, you know, it, it 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 was a learning experience. What did you see from Deshaun, not the football player, but the man? Uh, obviously, he had to be humbled by what he went through. Um, it had to be a difficult experience for everyone involved because you, you don't know what really transpired in all of that. Did you see a, a guy who – who was accountable, who who was a good teammate. What, what did you see out of him who, who maybe showed some growth as a man? Yeah, man, I saw a guy that was hungry, that was willing and able to to do everything possible. Um, off the field, man, he did a, he did a lot of great things, man. And, and, you know, just the coaching part of it, just taking everything in, you know, coaching up players here and there. And making sure that everybody's on the same page, I was very impressed on how he took everything, man. Very impressed um, because I know it's not easy with you being in in in, in the media, you know, you you're hearing things left and right. And he approached it as a pro. He approached it as as um, as a person that didn't seem like, you know, what the media how the media portrayed like. He didn't show it, man. He didn't show it at all. So I was very, 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 very amazed at how he handled everything. And Deshaun, off the, uh, as far as like the guy that's off the field, very humble, very nice, very, 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 uh, very outspoken person, man. And I just, I've had plenty of conversations with him when it came to, um, you know, with the night before the game or before the game that we had conversation. And all around, great dude, man. What do you think of the the Cleveland Browns going into this season? You spent your entire career, Chris, right, in the AFC North from the Steelers to Cleveland. You know that division inside and out. And, and Pittsburgh settled in with Kenny Pickett last year, actually had a, a winning year. We know what the Bengals are with Joe Burrow, the team to beat. What do you think the, the chances are for Cleveland? I think the chances are pretty high, man. Um the way that they attacked this offseason was very impressive. Um, I saw Andrew Barry, man, like really pull out the big guns, man, if I could say that. You know what I mean? He, he really did an amazing job of bringing in guys that fit Cleveland, man. And I just – I look at that, and, and it's just amazing to see. And even with the draft, as far as far as free agency, when free agency hit, he did an amazing job. Even when the draft hit, I feel like they attacked things that they needed to help 
to to help them succeed in the right way. And I really do feel like, man, they have a, a really good chance of, of, you know, going to the next level, man, and making that making that jump. And, um, you know, being there in that atmosphere, like you see the changes, you see the thing, you see um, the whole shift coming, you know, because guys are, are inspired, guys are hungry, guys want to win. Uh, every single every single Sunday, Monday, Thursday, that happen that that those lights come on, man. When it's time to pick those shoulder pads, um, but I really do feel like it, 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 it's a shift in Cleveland, man. It really is. What do you feel that you can bring at this stage of your career, Chris? What, what can you bring to a team as you have conversations and meetings and look for that next opportunity? Um, you got that veteran leadership type ability. As far as playing the versatility on the offensive line, too, do, do you feel comfortable playing anywhere there? Oh, yeah, I feel comfortable playing any position. I mean, it, wherever you want me to go, wherever wherever I'm needed, you know what I mean? I'm willing to be able to be of service, man, and and and, and make sure that I'm doing my job of getting better and taking and, and studying myself and making sure that I'm doing um, the things that I need day in and day out, man. Um, you know, a team who was able to get me, you know, there's going to get a guy that's very hungry. Um, I haven't, you know, necessarily played all out in these past two years, but they're going to get a guy that's very hungry, very, very willing, very uh, knowledgeable and knows the game at a high level and plays. I play at a high level. I don't, I know uh, I don't want to boast myself, but I love this game with everything in me. And they're going to get a guy with passion. I'm going to bring passion. I'm going to push my players. I'm going to push the uh, the guys around me because I want to win. I want to win a Super Bowl. You know, but before it's all said and done, Chris Hubbard and, and whatever team, whatever team I want, I want us to win a Super Bowl, man. Um, and at the end of the day, they're going to get a lot of fire out of me. They're going to get everything, every ounce of every blood, sweat, and tears out of me. I promise you that. So uh, whoever it is, hey, they're going to be in luck, man. I feel like a, a really important aspect of, of something that a guy like you would bring to the table is that leadership ability, maybe mentorship ability, too, for some of the younger players on, on an offensive line or, or in that in that locker room in yeah. general. How much do you uh, take maybe take pride in that or, or, or want to help other guys grow and then how to help them just be NFL players and understand the transition from college to being a professional. Uh, it's very important, man, because, you know, you, I was once in those shoes in their shoes, man. Um, and I think about the time when I, when I came in the league, you know, I had, you know, older guys um, like Marquise Pouncey, Ramon Foster, Marcus Gilbert, man. I had, I had uh, David DeCastro, you know, I had those, those guys that's been together that have seen a lot of game played together and just watching them daily on what it is to be a pro um, has gotten me to where I am today. Like, if I didn't have that group of guys, man, and just uh, that that brotherhood, that fellowship with those guys, man, I don't think Chris Hubbard would be who I am today, man. Um, and I think it's so important for the younger guys to have that because, you know, you're stepping into a league where – you don't know, like college is totally different. NFL is totally different. The game is 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 completely different. Everybody's everybody's amazing. Everybody's great because they're there for a, a purpose. They're there for a reason. If they if they wasn't there for a reason, they wouldn't be in that locker room. Um, so being around the guys and, and and bringing them along and showing them the ropes, 
Um, it's just a service of of wanting them to be better, wanting them to to take that next level, to take to, to take that next step. I should say, um, of being a pro, uh, and it, it takes work, it takes repetition, and it's gonna it, it's not gonna be easy. Sometimes it's it's, it's things that you don't want to do, but you have to do to be uh to take that 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 jump and leap. So. You know, I did it last year, man, with a couple of the guys that was on the O line, like Jedrick and um and James Hudson, man. I, I did it with those guys, man. Just just helping them out and they had a great season last year, man. So I I really look at being a mentor um a great thing. It really is. How are you prepared for the next step uh, of your career, man? Whether it's playing a few more seasons and then transitioning out of the NFL and into everything else that you may do afterwards. I, I know you've got, uh, you do a ton of work in the community and, and you have your overcoming together foundation. And um, how have you prepared yourself and where do you feel you are right now as, as far as ready? If, if that were the next step. I'm prepared, man. I think doing uh, interviews and, and, and wanting to be uh uh, still a part of the game and just doing things like with who knows NFL network, man, uh, broadcasting, man. I think that's, that's, that would be my calling, man. I think I would be uh, really good at doing so uh, even, even with giving back to my community, um, just doing things to out, to do more outreach, man, with, with touching people and telling my story, man, uh, you know, telling my story, telling my testimony, man, is, 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 is part of me because I want to let the next person know, man, hey, like I have something too that you may be dealing with. We might be dealing with the same thing. We might have dealt with the same thing, but hey, this is how I got past this. This is how we can work together. And I just want to be, I just want to be, I just want to give back, man. I just always want to give back. And Chris Hubbard is going to do that. You know, I really am. And, and as far as taking that next step, whether I feel like it might be broadcasting, I, and I'm also doing other things. So we'll see. We'll see. Tell me a little bit about how you got started with with your mental health journey and, and what you hope other guys can learn from you. Uh, man, I started back in high school, man. I, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, in his life. And um, I saw the struggles that he was dealing with. And to me, it was very saddening because – you know, we always talk about in the community, especially the African-American community, uh, it's going to be okay. Like, don't worry about it. Brush it off. Um, you know, we don't need anybody to talk to. But there are things, man, that we need to be able to be successful and to get past mental health, to not get past mental health, but to deal with mental health and to bring it to the forefront. Um, it really that 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 relationship with me and him really really got me to where I am. But also too, when I was married, you know, I dealt with a lot of mental health with with family, with my new career, with me signing a new deal. Like I didn't know how to really manage all those things at once, and I did. I felt like I did a terrible job, and 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 it really had me in my head, man. It really had me depressed. I had me, I had anxiety, man. And, and I, days that I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't eat 
and just sitting in a dark room, just contemplating about life, man, and just just seeing where I was. And I knew I needed the help, you know. So um, that's when I, I took the initiative to get help. And once I saw once I saw myself progress and where I was and how I was doing counseling, it led me to know, man, mental health is real. You know what I mean? Like mental health is really real. You know, I had an understanding on what it was, on how it can really, you know, really mess with you mentally, physically, and emotionally, because you can tear the people down that's around you. You know what I mean? So I got an understanding, man. And and when it came to me to uh, about sharing my story, I was like, man, I wonder how many other people are dealing with the same things day in and day out. And to be able to to be a human also playing NFL, like we don't talk about that in the locker room. So it has been my job. I feel like it's been my job to be able to tell the people on what I've been through, how I've seen it happen and how you can change and how you can use um, different outlooks to be able to get better and to be able to go talk to somebody, to have therapy, to have outdoor uh, workout, to do things that can help you um, literally help the stigma. So, Mental health has played a big part, man, in my life. And uh, to this day, man, I will continue to let people know how important it is for them and how they can really change um, their ways and how they look at mental health. You know, it can really help out in the long run, man, if you just be able to take a step back, look at yourself and be able to say, like, hey, what am I doing? How can I how can I get better and who can help me out? So, man, mental health is is why I'm here. I really feel like why I'm here, man, and why I'm telling my story. I know you're a man of faith, Chris. How has that helped you in your journey and to develop and 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 get through some of those mental health hurdles and obstacles, uh, knowing that you you got the Lord on your side? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, um, and no, and and, and with that being said, you know, it hasn't been easy, man. Having the Christian the Christian walk has is not easy. I've had my struggles. I've had my times where saying, God, why, why this, why that? You know what I mean? Just frustrated, angry sometimes. But with faith, I believe, man. You know, with faith, I believe in, in everything that he has done. Um has made me stronger, like literally has made me stronger, really has made me wiser, man. And, you know, when things around me, when those, when those incidents happen, you know, I went to him for guidance, you know, I may not, uh, may not have heard, you know, his whispers or his talks, but I knew he was still there and I knew he was still working, man, and, and making things right. But, you know, having on this journey, going on this journey, with God has been, has been a, a, a ride, man. You know, people always talking about, you know, man, I wish it would come right now, but he's working. We just don't see it, man. You know, he's working. He, he, we just don't see it because we just have to stay patient, stay faithful and stay in our word, man. Literally being, being in the word and being able to pray and get down on my knees and surrender to him has been life-changing. You know what I mean? Ever since I've changed my life, I've asked him to remove things and remove people 
um, to, to get me some good clarity on where I need to be in my life, man. He has really, he has really done just that, man. And ever since then I've, I've had a good turn and I've been listening to him. I know every day is not easy. Sometimes I'll be like, God, like I don't have it in me today. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at least he know I'm telling the truth. You know what I mean? At least he know that I'm telling the truth. And and that's what matters. That's what matters every day. No doubt, man. I just spoke to a, a group of men last week and I said, I would never tell you uh, whatever you're going through, don't seek professional help and get counseling, get therapy and go through all that. But then I, I, I just added this. I'm like, but have you tried Jesus? To just yeah. try, right? You know, I, I don't want you to not do the clinical stuff. Go ahead and do it. But if you don't know the Lord and if you don't have that relationship, just try that. I, I guarantee he helps you in ways you never thought were possible and he helps you through everything, man. So I appreciate your perspective for sure. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you, man. Well, hey, listen, thank you, Chris, for taking the time. I hope to see you on, man, I'm in, I'm right outside of Tampa. So if the Buccaneers come calling, I'd love for that to happen. Get you down here. But um, uh, look, I, I know I know you'll find you'll find a good spot and maybe you can get that ring. Look, man, that'll be amazing, man. Like I said, whoever needs help, look, <laughs> I'm willing to help out, man. I'm help. I'm willing to help out in any way I can. You got it, my friend. All right, man. Yes, sir, man. Good to talk to you, man, again. That's it for this week. Thank you to Chris Hubbard. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing.